0: Yeah, so I got a couple minutes into the recording for this episode and uh, I seen that my wife, my loving, beautiful wife, mother of my child-to-be left the blinds open and our Yorkie was perched for destruction. And uh, so I had to make a move. So, but uh, anyway, here we go. (laughs) Thanks, Jack. Welcome back to the Little Hops of Horrors podcast. I'm John. I'm your host. Hopefully, I don't sound like an idiot right there. I'm pretty sure I have the intro figured out. If not, spare me. <laughs> I'm going to listen to it anyway. But you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully that came through. And I hope you guys like the intro music. Kind of, kind of little nod to the to the '80s synth wave kind of, you know, intro to the old video games we used to play, or you know, these these just whatever. Anyway, um, and then obviously uh, the shining little drop. My name's John. I had to take advantage of it. You know what I mean? That was a, I don't know. Anyway, I'm an idiot. Moving on today. We're doing the ritual. We're going to tie in some, uh, some camping pale ales. What is a pale ale you ask? Well, it's like an IPA, but less. (laughs) I always think of it as like a, like a diet IPA. Um, typically you're going to get you know, it's not going to be as hop forward. It's not going to be as heavy on the ABV. So, you know, it's just kind of like a lighter IPA. So, if you like IPAs, but you don't want to, you know, be slamming back seven, eight, nine, ten percent, whatever level IPA, you know, tickles your fancy, and you want to, you know, prolong your existence that evening, uh, then yeah, you should probably invest in uh, in some pale ales, and or if it's going to be really hot, which is what it's going to be when we go camping, and that is why we're doing the ritual. This is a camping horror film, or when camping goes wrong horror film. Uh, three beers we're doing today: three Floyd Zombie Dust, legend in the craft beer community uh, for a long time, almost up there with the beers we did uh, with the Alchemist and um, uh, Let's sip of sunshine uh, from Lawson's. You know, it's it's in that realm, maybe not quite, but uh, but close. And they recently just, you know, did a a major distro deal with, uh, some, some wholesalers in the Pittsburgh area. So they become a lot more available, which is cool. So we're going to do them. Uh, we're going to do zombie dust from three Floyds, uh, 6.5%. Uh, so it's a little higher for, for a pale ale. Uh, this does say it is an undead pale ale. I'm not sure exactly what that means, but, uh. It says it's not normal on the can. Okay, but it's cool. It's kind of horror themed. So I got that going for me. Um, Sitting at 4.25 on untapped. Uh, I will not agree with that as I will take a sip. My throat's really dry because I've been battling this stupid allergy cough thing for like a week. And so if you, I will try not to hack up a lung on air. Uh, And if you hear a prolonged uh, little bit of silence here, uh, where there's just nothing happening, maybe, you know, call 911. Cause I might have passed out or something back here. Uh, so <clears throat> yeah, so we're going to do that. <laughs> we're going to do that. Uh, we're going to do a local guy, uh, Allegheny city hitchhiker collab spray. Uh, that's a West coast pale ale. So I'm assuming it's going to be, uh, you know, probably just like a diet West coast IPA, probably a little more piney, a little more bitter, uh, but it's coming in a four pint, four pint. <laughs> four point five percent uh and it's a 3.81 on untapped so again anything in the realm of four somewhere in that area it's always worth trying uh it's going to be a pretty good beer you know and that that usually comes down to personal preference some people just you know they get a beer and they're like ah i don't like it just because you don't like the style doesn't mean you have to shit on it more people need to learn that on untapped when they go in and rate beers um Last but not least, certainly not least, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. This is the gold standard considered by many for the you know top uh, Pale Ale in the country, uh, and I believe they're the largest craft beer, uh, like craft beer brewer, something like that. Uh, there, oh, there's a cuter drink. Remember we talked about that. I I cringe in real life now when I just, when I say stuff like that, you don't have to drink twice, but you can, if you want, I'm going to. And, and then I pick up when other people say it. So I guess it's not that uncommon. I just, (laughs) it was like my go-to phrase for the longest time and I'm really trying to be better. Um, Yeah. Okay. So we're going to talk a little bit And anyway. uh, Oh, back to paleo before we move on here. A little scatterbrain. Um, trying to hurry, I already wasted a couple minutes here because of the damn Yorgi. Um, so we're trying to make up some lost time here. Uh, Sierra Nevada Paleo, five point six percent. Pretty much rate, right, you know. M- most of these beers are going to be right around five percent, maybe a little less. Just something easy to drink uh, around a fire with your buddies, or out at a. You know, this could be a your your crispy boy alternative at uh, it, it, you know any of the summer picnics that are about to that are about to roll out here in the next couple months um but this is like i said considered to be the the gold standard that a lot of these uh craft brewers try to replicate they try to achieve something this good and this consistent um yeah and it's only sitting at a three six three on untapped which i think is is blasphemy (laughs) as far as i'm concerned but uh you know we'll see how it stacks up today with this you know this lineup um right off the bat with his three Floyds. Uh, like I said, I already had a little bit of it. Um, it's, it's, it's definitely hoppy. It's bitter. It tastes very similar to, you know, like a two hearted, you know, it's piney. It's, it's bitter. It's not smooth and citrusy and anything like that. Like the hazy's offer hazy pale ales offer. Cause that is a thing now, However, they tend to be a little softer and stuff. Notice I didn't say like that, but you can drink anywhere. But yeah, this, this is a little more, this tastes pretty much just like, you would expect an IPA to taste, you know, I don't really, you know, I can't really tell the difference. Um, the ritual. Let's talk about that. So I'm going camping in a few weeks. I'm not exactly sure how this episode's going to drop. I'm still trying to figure out through the main platform when to figure out timing because whenever I produce an episode or whatever, it just like goes with the, when I did it before I could, you guys don't care. I don't need to ramble. Um, the ritual. <laughs> set the scene. Uh, we're going camping in a couple weeks. We got a good group of dudes, you know, everybody just goes and hangs out and you, you disconnect from society and you hang out around a fire and, you know, hot, cold, you know, doesn't matter. You know, it's just, it's just kind of about getting away from everything and not really, you don't have any responsibilities. You know, I think there's, there's something, you know, I don't know, it, it it's freeing uh in in a sense you just your your whole purpose is to just exist for a weekend you don't have to do anything if you're at home you get tempted by the whole you know oh there's you know that project i've been putting off i got to do or your friend will call you up hey can you help me move a dresser or whatever or hey we're having a cookout you know anything like that when you're camping you're out there all you have to do is make sure you got firewood, a fire, a beer in your hand, and food for later. That's about it, and, and and that's that's why I love to camp, and that's why we all love to camp. Usually, we go somewhere cool. You know that there's something to you know go hiking or something like that to to go uh, you know see or do while we're there, so we're not just sitting. At the beer, or at the beer, at the beer drinking camp, <laughs> at camp drinking beer for forty-eight straight hours. I sw- I've had four ounces, uh, but it, you guys are continuing to listen. You know that. You know that I'm a tongue-tied kind of guy, and that I constantly mix up my words, and then I trip over myself, and uh, I'm doing the best I can. The ritual. <clears throat> There's that first attempt at a hack lung being suppressed so this is a camping movie um dropped on netflix about six years ago 2017 it's uh it's about a movie it's about a movie it's a movie about jesus idiot it's a movie about a guy uh that has other guys as friends and they do things and then bad stuff happens end of movie we're going to move on to the next beer just kidding there's more of a review coming i promise but let's try some spray. Mm-hmm. This is the uh, hitchhiker. We have not, we're 10 minutes in. We haven't even talked about the movie yet. I got to hurry up. I got uh 22 seconds before we get to the 10 minute mark. Now I have 18 seconds. Um, it's about a group of guys that are, you know, trying to figure out where they should go for a trip. I can't remember if it was like a bachelor party or just like a guy's getaway weekend kind of thing. And they live in Europe. Uh, so they're, tossing out, you know, let's go to Paris. Let's go to, you know, Rome or, uh, Amsterdam or, you know, whatever. There's just all these. And the one guy suggests that they go hiking through the Alps. I think it was the Alps and, uh, or somewhere in like Scandinavia. I can't remember one of those places. Um, very beautiful place. And none of the other guys want to do it. Lo and behold that that man that, you know, suggests going camping, meets his untimely death in a convenience store while trying to grab some vodka, (laughs) Uh, which sucks so bad. But um, this happens in like the first five minutes of the movie and then they jump right to them backpacking in his honor. Uh, So none of these guys really wanted to do this. They have like a lodge kind of, you know, a reservation that they're going to go like backpack one or two days and then uh, they'll be at the lodge the third day or the second day, whatever it was. And, um, so none of them want to be there. Uh, it's kind of a, kind of a mixed bag there. I think most of the friends that were there, uh, kind of feel like it was the one guy's fault. Uh, his name's Luke. He followed him in there and, uh, hid and watched his friend get beat to death. So there's, you know, kind of, kind of some animosity going on there. Um, but what can you do? They press on, you know, that's, that's what they're there for. They're there for their friend not to, you know, bitch at each other about some petty differences early on, predictably, uh, there's an injury guy twists his ankle. And, uh, so he's all in favor of a shortcut, uh, through the creepy fucking woods. And I don't know about you, but, um, I would prefer to stay on the main trail. Uh, creepy woods do not do it for me. Uh, it? It at it, it night don't typically do it for me they're scary as fuck uh i don't know why i don't i mean i could hang out in them all day long during the day let me take the brightness down just a little bit and i am no longer a fan uh, give me the fuck out of there give me a flashlight i don't even want to be there with a flashlight nothing just give me away from them they're creepy as hell um i am like a little child they <laughs> i definitely <laughs> we had a uh we went we did this, uh, sorry, a little side note here. We did this, uh, this really cool trip through New York, a buddy of mine and I, and we try to time it out. Like we'll do this area this day, we'll do an Airbnb, we'll camp this day, we'll do a hotel this day, and then we'll be home the next day. So we get to this campground and we're both big brewery guys. So we go check in real quick and it's, it turns out that it's like an RV park, like a camper park kind of thing. And there's like a tiny little section for, for campers. So I ran in and I was like, hey, you know, we give a reservation, yada, yada. And she's like, oh, you're this, you're the campers. Like, yep. She's like, oh, you boys are so brave. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what to say. So I didn't say anything. And uh, I get back in the car and I tell my buddy, like, yeah, she said we're like really brave. And he's like, and you didn't ask why? I was like, no, I didn't, I didn't know. (laughs) So we set up camp. Everybody's looking at us. We're the only two people in the entire campsite if you can call it that they were camping and uh there's like a huge dumpster with like maybe there was like maybe there's bear nearby or bears bears yeah they're not sheep they're bears yeah so plural of bears is bears okay just so we're we're clear here um yeah and then i guess he said that there was like a prison kind of nearby maybe that there was some kind of slasher thing about to happen so both of us needless to say were on uh High alert that night. Any movement, we're just assumed we were gonna die. Uh, but hey, we made it out and we're here because we are brave boys. So <laughs> um you guys go camping? Is there anything that uh you know, any any creepy stories you can think of? Uh when I drop this episode and everything on Instagram, uh Little Hops of Horrors Podcast on Instagram or Little Hops of Horrors on Facebook. The uh the Boomer uh network or whatever it's called now, the Boomer social media. You'll never see me on TikTok or anything like that. I think I'm done uh extending myself into these social media things. This is what I have to this is what I got, right? You don't like it, it's not my problem. Um tell us, tell you know, tell us why. You know, what what do you do when you hear something ah, there's something when you're just behind that tiny little lining of nylon. It's just you, it's different here in the house. You know, there's like concrete or wood or whatever, windows, doors, you know, real safety things. You can put a knife or like anything through your tent and you're exposed, you're unfamiliar, there's new noises, there's, you know, all these things, you know, how do you, how do you settle, how do you settle your mind? How do you go back to sleep when you wake up and you hear, you know, raccoons fighting in the middle of the night? Another funny story, but we'll get on. Okay, we'll we'll move on. <laughs> uh we're on to spray. This is the hitchhiker beer. That's more of a pale ale. Uh whatever zombie dust was trying to do, just call it an IPA, dude. That's what it is. Um this is nice. It's it's crisp, it's a little bit hoppy, but it's it's like a like a diet IPA, right? It's a little, it's a little less it's two percent less uh on the ABV scale. And uh, it's just easier to drink. I don't know. I like it. Moving on to the ritual. So you guys already heard about our uh, our boys are so brave. <laughs> and this is a reason why we got worried. Um, these dudes are just out trying to cut through the woods, the creepy ass woods. And they see a deer hanging in the tree, gutted, like kind of unnerving, you know, and um, starts raining. Of course it does, because that's what every horror movie does. Uh, It's just like, let's make this situation just absolutely awful, and let's make it even worse. So it's pouring down rain, these guys, and if you know about backpacking, uh, it sucks if you get all your stuff wet, because you don't want to do that. Uh, Everything that you have is on you, and you can't really dry it out that easily, and yada yada. So they're backpacking, they're getting soaking wet, they come across fucking evil dead cabin in the middle of the woods, and they're like, "Hey, we shouldn't stay here." And then some guys like, "Fuck it, let's stay here." And they're like, "Okay." Um, that was a terrible idea. They find out. <laughs> uh, they try to go to sleep to make some, you know, fun of it. There's like some weird wicker man, uh, like like dead guy kind of statue in the ceiling, or in, yeah, not the ceiling, the second floor. It's a small house, so anyway. Um, and uh, they, they all kind of make fun of it and, you know, try to, you know, play it off like they're not afraid or creeped out or anything. And they all pass out. And they all have awful, awful fucking nightmares. I don't know what I would do if I had like, I mean, like I've had nightmares, you know, They're it's not often. But when you have one, you know, you want comfort, you know, kind of immediately. I'm 35 years old and I'm like, if I watch a, a horror movie that gets to me, I'm putting on cartoons. Uh, we can't do that <laughs> if you're in the middle of some creepy ass woods in this creepy ass cabin or a tent or whatever you gotta like figure out a way to kind of calm yourself down or tell yourself like no that wasn't real one dude like pisses himself some other guys like butt naked like upstairs worshiping this wicker man and like another guy gets stabbed in the chest like there's some weird stuff going on here immediately there's a lot of flashbacks too uh that happen, which i i kind of they kind of wore on me like, okay, I get it. Like they overplayed it just a little too much. Like anytime this like monster is near, uh, the one dude, the main character, Luke, he, he gets stabbed in the chest with like a, like, like a five prong kind of sign thing. And anytime, uh, that monster is near, like he gets these flashbacks. So you can't really even ever see the monster. Cause it just like imprints this, uh, you know, that scene back into his head. So you'll just see like woods and then like dude getting beat in the convenience store, in the pine needles. Uh, yeah, so now these guys are, uh, you know, they're trying to make their way, you know, next morning, they all get past this this weird encounter at night and they're moving on. They're trying to get to this lodge and they get lost and they get lost. Now this, I think this takes like a couple days for them to find, or no, it's at least a full day and they they can't find another place to really, you know, they don't know where they're at. They're trying, you know, there's no path, there's nothing, nothing like that. The dude that injured his ankle, like can't walk anymore. Now his knee hurts and he needs a break. And uh the one dude's you know, they they figure just like sit here, let's go take a look. The one guy sprints to the top of the hill and he catches a glimpse of something in the woods, which is I think if you've ever been hiking, that's the last fucking thing you want to see is something big move in the woods, and then you can't see it you're like, shit, what was, was it a bear? It has to be a bear. Uh, cause that's what we always assume. It's, it's probably just a deer, uh, or like a squirrel. Um, when I used to go hunting, uh, just sitting there with a loaded rifle in my hand and waiting for a deer and you would just hear, you know, leaves and you're freaking out your, your heart's racing. You're like, oh my God, there's something behind me. It's going to kill me. It's a chipmunk, you know? Uh, (laughs) and for some reason, and maybe it's just me, you know, getting out into the woods and feeling exposed, you know, I, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but I, I don't know, just like a heightened sense of awareness. I, I feel like I have to pay attention more. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but anytime I hear anything while I'm sleeping or camping or, you know, hiking or whatever, and I don't know what I'm just a bear, there's a bear, there's going to be a bear around this corner and it's going to kill me. And I'm going to die. Um, that has not happened yet. Um, but you know, it is happening this spray is going down very nicely. We had a, um, we had a little bit of an, uh, an eventful hike um, right as the pandemic dropped. And uh, we, we were out in Dolly Sods, which is right outside of Seneca Rocks, West Virginia. And uh, it's untamed wilderness, right? There's no marked trails, nothing of that sort. And so you kinda have to know what you're doing. And we just we planned. Um one of our friends is a pretty avid hiker, familiar with reading reading maps and uh I don't know why I just dropped over my words there. <laughs> reading maps and, and whatnot, navigating, you know, all this stuff. So we go out to this place called Lion's Head, which is like four miles, so it'd be like eight eight miles round trip. This trip ended up being I think it was like just shy of 14 because we got lost and we got split up. So these guys all had backpacking gear and it was me and my dog. And, uh, we got split up in the Dolly saw it and we're just like trying to kind of find each other again, which is terrifying. There's tens of thousands of acres out there. It's very hard to find people, uh, if you get lost. And so, you know, there was a mild sense of panic. This is right in March, uh, Daylight, you know, it starts getting dark at like five, six o'clock, like the sun starts going down when you're in the woods, it gets darker, faster. You know, we didn't have the gear to survive the night, you know, cause it was getting into thirties and, you know, just, you know, a little unnerving. And, and what do you do? What do you do in a situation like that? You know, I don't know if anybody has been lost or, or whatever, but what would you do? You know, if you're with a group of guys or a group of, your, you know, your friends or your family or whatever it is, and you guys get lost do you stick together? How long do you stick together? When do you, you know, are you the one that's going to follow? Are you the one that's going to, you know, no, I'm going to take lead. This is what I think we should do. Uh, and if they don't agree with that, do you go on your own? That's kind of what happens in this story. Um, you know, there, there there's kind of two, uh, you know, two camps here. One thinks they should just keep going the way they're going, even though they feel, you know, a lot, a lot more lost, like they're going further away from where they should and the other guy who's just trying to, you know, let's head towards this. Well, when he heads towards that, that's when he finds that monster. He doesn't say anything about it. So they set up camp after they come across this uh, this old tent from the 80s that got buried somehow. Uh, there was some lady, I think it was a lady, I can't remember. Somebody from the 80s in this old tent. So somebody had died out here. Which is not what you want to see that's not a good uh not a good thing for the old psyche and um they all finally you know get to sleep. Let's do this tomorrow, we're gonna be okay. They try to rally around the idea of hope of being able to get out of there. main characters um in his tent wakes up. And he hears something outside his tent, which is like the last thing anybody wants to hear while they're camping, especially in an unfamiliar area. I don't know how many times I can say that. It's probably because it's my biggest fear. I'm so terrified of like hearing something crazy outside of my tent while I'm sleeping. Um, Opens his little flap and uh, one of his friends is gone. So they go racing through the woods, trying to find him, you have flashlights, all this stuff. Very stupid because they can get turned around very quickly, but they don't. And um, that's it. They come back to camp and they start walking. And uh when they when they figure out where they are and they put a plan together, they start walking and they find them hung up from the tree. Very similar to how the deer was. Um earlier in the movie. So this whatever this thing is, or this guy, or this person, or this group of people, what they have like a like an MO, you know, there's something that they do. Uh and the last thing you want to do is see your buddy, you know, impaled. Anyway. They push on. They try to get, you know, they gotta get out of here. You know, they don't really have an option. So they keep going, they keep going, they keep going, and uh they come across this creature again. And the creature, you know, separates them. And this is like the coolest scene. Well, maybe not the coolest scene, but it's such a terrifying scene. You just see a flashlight dude gets scooped up by this monster and all you see is the flashlight getting dragged through the forest they do such a good job with the reveal of this monster there's so many like you know that there's something but you don't know what it is you don't know how big it is you don't even know if it has like fingers or if it's like if it's a winged creature or if it you know you don't have no idea they do such a good job at hiding it you just know it's like big and terrifying and uh And again, even with you're trying to catch a glimpse of this thing when the flashlight's flailing around and all that stuff, and you don't see it, they get captured. And that's it. They get captured. I got to take a sip of this spray. I got to finish it off. So far, this is winning for me as my favorite. Well, let's see how it stacks up against the uh, quote-unquote goat. I don't know if you can hear that, but it is such a nice sound beer boring. Maybe I should add that to the intro. If you guys even heard the intro today, or if it was just me heavily breathing into the microphone, Again, I'm trying my best here. <laughs> this, I, I'm, when I shut this off, I'm going to go cough up, you know, at least a quarter of a lung. And, uh, my wife's going to be very concerned for my health, but we'll get past that. That's what, uh, you know, that's what inhalers are for. And, um, all right, let's see how the panel is doing. We'll jump back in and we'll finish this movie up. Yeah, that's about as good as it gets. It's like a hopped crispy boy. It it's it's like a it's like a lager. Um not as bready, obviously, but it's that it's that clean finish that you want. It 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 just you know, it doesn't overstay its welcome. Just a little bit of hoppy. Nothing crazy, you know, nothing too pronounced, nothing too aggressive. Um I see why people lose their mind over this beer. I don't drink it very often, and I should drink it more. Uh, but I'm always weary about the the production, like, date or whatever. Let's see. This was from, oh, boy. This is from February. Um, okay, we are now basically into June. That's four months, and it held up really well. I wonder how it is, like, super fresh one of these days when I get back to Asheville, i trying. have to try it. Uh, Rumor has it they have, like, a crazy, crazy awesome – brewery tour that you can do down there but you have to book it like weeks in advance so if you're planning a trip to Asheville check it out but book in advance uh don't try to do last minute stuff like I always try to do let's finish this movie yeah so the remaining two guys get captured and uh they end up at this like encampment there there's like a bunch of like little log cabins in the middle of the Middle of the woods, and there had been signs that maybe something had been, you know, going on that it wasn't so random that they came across this monster or happened to stay in that cabin. You know, there's little markings, and I think and that's actually exactly why the one dude was like, Yeah, let's take this path because there were like man made markings, but it was like, you know, they're walking further into the trap essentially. Got some midsummer vibes here, um, because all these people were really around this like one entity. And that's not exactly how it goes in midsummer. And we'll cover that movie later on, because it was a big, you know, polarizing film. It still is that and hereditary. And um, that's a like both of those are like love it or hate it. We will cover that in the future. Um It's it's just your classic cult kind of thing, everybody living in the woods, and there's you know, this little tiny community, and there's this thing that runs their lives and You know, you're the chosen one. That's what the one lady says to the guy that got like stabbed in the chest. Um, You you have the mark. Now you have, you know, you'll be spared if you worship him. And you still don't know what it is or he is or she is or whatever. So there's a scene where they're locked in there together. The guy that got his ankle busted, um, he was kind of a dick to Luke, who's the main character uh, because he thinks that he should have done more in the, you know, liquor store or whatever. And they, they squashed their differences there and that's it. You know, they're like buddies now, let's figure out how to get out of here. And, uh, gotta take a sip. Give me a second. The things I do for you guys, like I'm trying so hard not to cough right now. And, uh, you know, that's all for the podcast. You got to do it for the podcast. Um, anyway, so they, um, you know, they, they try to come up with a plan to get out of there. And, uh, the guy with the ankle without the mark, I can't remember. I think his name was Phil. Uh, he gets taken, and he gets taken upstairs. And there's just Luke looking up, hearing his friend scream, hearing this monster make all kinds of noises, and he's just like stomps, and you know, you don't know what the hell's going on. It sounds terrifying. You just expect to see blood pour down from the the floorboards, or or hearing like a one last like ah, crunch, snap, dead. You know, some some kind of like. He's definitely going to die because this sounds terrible. He's just screaming. And uh, he comes back down. And he's he's all beat up and he's all messed up. And you're like, oh, man, what the hell? And then what the hell even happened up there? So I guess they just beat him up a little bit, get him ready for his, uh, his final moment. Tied to a stake out in the middle of the field. We got Phil, contestant number one. Hanging out out here. Uh, But he's just what this monster is looking for. And you finally see it. You just see like a hooded figure come out with hands and it grabs him. But it's also attached to like a massive deer thing. So it's like a deer slash druid I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a skinwalker kind of, you know, I, it's awesome. That's all I know. But you, you still don't get a good reveal of it. You get you get it a little later in the movie um, when Luke tries to, like, take it out. So he gets him and he, he impales him on the tree very slowly. And that is our kill of the week. Uh, there's only two. So that's not as, you know, next week will be more fun. Or earlier this week will be more fun, uh, depending on how these are released. Um, there's two to choose from. It was that or the guy getting beat to death in the liquor store. And that's just, you know, I don't know. I like seeing a guy getting pailed on a tree more. Uh, sue me. Luke finally is like, oh, cool. This is fucking, this sucks. Uh, this is like my life now, I guess. Uh, how do I get out of here? And tries everything he can to get out of there. Steals a gun, punches some old lady in the face, which I laughed out loud as soon as he did. Uh, <laughs> He uh yeah, tries to tries to, you know, shoot his way out. Big tech style. Uh they have a little showdown. There's yet another scene where they show that flashback, and it's like it had to have happened like six times in this movie. They just overdid it. You know, if he did it once or twice, you know, cool. But they just kept going back to this old trick. And I don't know, that kind of eh, took it down a, a point for me, I think, in in the final rating. But uh Yeah, I mean, they they have one little showdown, and there's uh, Luke gets an axe, swings at the creature, hits it, starts screaming, does all kinds of shit, sprints towards the wood line, like full sprint to get away from this thing. And that's it. Creature sprints after him, tries to get him, can't get him, gets to the wood line, looks, screams, freaks out. Luke realizes that he's safe, looks back at it, and that's it. That's the end of the movie, just like that. And uh, you don't know what happened. You just assume like he's just like hiking up a hill and you're like, I guess he got out. Uh, but that's what I like about cold endings, you know, uh, where they take you. You don't have to have that like 10 minute cool down, you know, like at the end of Scream, uh, which we reviewed recently, uh, Scream 5 or 6, 6, the second one, where like the two daughters or the two sisters uh, like just got stabbed and beaten and like shot and all kinds of crazy stuff these like terrible terrible injuries and they're just casually having a conversation on the stoop of the theater of just like yeah yeah just you know so lucky to have you like i'm bleeding out i'm bleeding out can we get an ambulance instead of having this moment can we talk in it on the way to the hospital you know anything like that but yeah i, I like the cold endings where they just done like they you know you're on you know the edge of your seat you don't know what's gonna happen and then like There's a split second where either the character is dead or he's about to die or he's okay or whatever. And then that's it. You're good. That was a ritual. That was a camping camping movie themed for our camping trip coming up in a couple weeks for me, but this might be released now. So that means you'll listen to it before I go camping. So wish me luck. Um, did some pale ales today. Hope you guys uh, definitely check them out. Uh, my, my favorite is probably Sierra Nevada, man. They just have it down for a mass-produced pale ale. Like just, you can grab this anywhere. Again, I would recommend trying to find the freshest you can. This is on all beers. Um, you know, they do have the, I got, I got the bottles. I think they do it in cans now too. But just look, I mean, this is four months old and it's still pretty Awesome. So that would be my favorite spray coming in at s- two, three Floyd zombie dust, three. So yeah, you guys want, uh, want a dyed IPA. You want something that isn't quite as, uh, quite as aggressive on the, on the hops or the ABV. Check out some pale ales. There's plenty of good ones to choose from. Um, almost did a Cinderlands one here too, but, uh, figured we'd, we'd go a little more macro than we would do. Um, you know, the local guys, cause we do do that a lot. So, Anyway, hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, Hopefully the intro took and you didn't just have to, again, listen to me awkwardly breathe for (laughs) 10 to 13 seconds. Uh, Movies coming up. We're going to try to do Boogeyman, uh, which is coming out soon. Um, Let's see here. This is my end of the podcast rant. Not rant, awkward. You can leave now if you want. Uh, Let's see here. Or you can just keep listening to me talk. Oof, it's getting shit all over already, man. PG 13, 66% on Rotten Tomatoes, 64% on Google users, six, three. Oh, so two out of three people like this movie. I have a feeling I'm going to be in that one third. (laughs) Doesn't like that movie. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll go to the drive in and go check it out. Um, but yeah till next week thanks for uh thanks for checking us out again uh go follow us on on Facebook please I do try to share stuff uh, I'm a busy guy but I try to you know between recording episodes and sharing funny stuff on on my story on instagram and and whatnot which we're on, we're on Instagram too little hops of forest podcast on both platforms uh email us if you want you want to you know recommendations anything like that we're always looking for new cool stuff to watch. Um, I have a list that's about 60 movies long of things that I definitely want to cover. And we'll sprinkle in some recent releases. Um, Exorcist comes out later this year. I think I'm going to cover that versus the OG, which is arguably the scariest movie ever made. I think it is, given, you know, overall context. I know that they say Sinister is based on like, you know, beats per minute, but Exorcist for the time fucking terrifying there's nothing more scary than that movie in the 70s like i cannot believe that movie got released in the theaters in the 70s you gotta think of like i mean it's still like super conservative america like it's censorship all kinds of stuff going on and that movie made it into the theater (laughs) that's crazy um yeah so maybe we'll do both we'll see how that compares but anyway always looking for recommendations, send them in, you know, check us out on those platforms to stay up to date on what we're doing, what we're watching, what we're going to review, yada, yada, what we're drinking. Had some cool stuff last week, had a BBT beer barrel time. Happy birthday, Dan. If you're listening, you're probably not, but maybe someday you will. And uh, yeah, until next time. Cheers, guys.